Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning, Chicago. It's Thursday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The United States Supreme Court weighed in on Illinois' assault weapons ban yesterday. There was an emergency request from a gun shop owner in Naperville, Robert Bevis, to temporarily block the ban while the lawsuit plays out in federal appeals court in Chicago. He said it violates his Second Amendment rights. But my colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that SCOTUS denied that request. So the ban, which is on high-powered firearms and large-capacity magazines, will remain in place for now. Jason Craddock is Bevis's attorney. Craddock said that despite yesterday's setback, he's confident the U.S. Supreme Court would rule in their favor if asked to consider whether the law is constitutional. I think it's very likely we'd end up prevailing in the end, but they don't like to act prematurely. Illinois attorney Kwame Raoul praised the high court's action and said the state will, quote, continue to benefit from this important public safety measure. Are you aware of some old murmurings of a third airport in the Chicago area? Well, apparently it's been on the drawing board for decades, but now it's getting some traction. Yesterday, the Illinois Senate revived the project by voting to seek out private developers. They will build a cargo airport in Piatone, which is a south suburb. Democratic State Senator Napoleon Harris introduced the legislation. He said the project would benefit the south suburbs. Today is now the day, if you believe in economic development, if you believe in the revitalization of the Southland and if you believe in giving Illinois an opportunity to create more jobs for the working class people of Illinois, let's land the plane and vote aye. Now, over the last several years, political fighting over who would control the facility has stopped it from moving forward. And Will County, where Piatone is located, as well as some environmentalists oppose Harris's legislation, is now positioned to move to Governor J.B. Pritzker. It's Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and the nonprofit Stop AAPI Hate is raising awareness about issues the community is dealing with. They recently put out some survey results that found nearly half of all Asian American and Pacific Islanders in the U.S. experienced discrimination since the start of the pandemic. More than 11,000 hate incidents have been reported to the group since March 2020. WBEZ's daily talk show, Reset, invited a student to talk about their perspective, Kashyap Rajesh. He's a junior at Stevenson High School in the northern suburbs. It's this feeling of isolation online, you know, at home um, that these students are facing. You know, either their name is being butchered or their teachers aren't treating them fairly. These concerns, they transcend just school. Only one in five Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders who experienced discrimination said they reported it. And now for a few quick hits. The Writers Guild of America includes more than 100 members based in the Chicago area, and several of them picketed outside NBC Tower downtown yesterday. They were joined by hundreds of folks from other unions as well, engineers, laborers, and actors. Writers are demanding more pay and residuals from streaming platforms. 
And a transportation advocacy group held a mass bicycle ride last night to mourn fellow cyclists and pedestrians killed on Chicago streets. Cyclists gathered around 6 o'clock for the so-called Chicago Ride of Silence at Queens Landing on the lakefront before commencing a nine-mile route through the loop and surrounding areas. And a new report shows that joblessness is affecting young people in Chicago harder than in the rest of the country. Scholars at the University of Illinois, Chicago, put the report out. And they're also saying the number of jobless black teens increased even as other racial groups returned to pre-pandemic levels. Joblessness and out-of-school rates for black young adults went from 44% in 2019 to 57% just two years later. For black women in that age group, unemployment nearly doubled during that same time period. Metra is responding to rider concerns about safety. They're relaunching a more user-friendly security system in the coming weeks. Metra Executive Director Jim Derwinski says it'll make it easier for customers to discreetly report crime and other safety issues. As for the weather, it's beautiful out today, mostly sunny with high temperatures in the low to mid 70s. And that's it for the rundown today. Thank you for listening. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.